Meanwhile, at Seneca Gardens, Emma Frost and Jean Grey watch as the reporter Ben Urick goes off to talk to Cyclops alone. <laughs> it's cute that the reporter thinks a little distance could give him any privacy from us. Oh, God, that man is trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. But which gentleman are you referring to? <laughs> oh, fuck. I... You know, I just, I thought of a better retort. Um, oh, okay. Could Should you, I just feed Jean? You, feed, okay, okay, got Sister, it. Right, could um, you just feed me the line again? Okay, that man is Trouble. Indeed. Trouble with a capital Cyclops. You know, that, that didn't one, work as well as the last one. Oh, okay, I've got, okay, I've got one. Right. I've got one. Okay. okay. Now, say they get, feed me the line again. Feed me. All right. <clears throat> that, that man is a problem. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. It was trying Damn it, Gene. Oh, I forgot what I was going to... Okay. Oh, I forgot. Okay, let me just try it again. Okay. That man is trouble. Trouble on the double. I don't think it worked. Let's just go back to the first one. Okay, let's try it again. Oh, wait, they let... Where the hell did they go? Hey, wait, is that Stevie Nicks over there? Let's read her mind. Could you stop twirling? and welcome to episode 204 of Comic Book Queers Legacy. I am Brett, that is Jeff. Together, we do this podcast. Hi there. Hello. Oh my goodness, girl, how was your Thanksgiving? Um, the Thanksgiving was good. Post-Thanksgiving, I have too many leftovers, and so now I'm just slowly blowing up into a fat piece of garbage, and just my body's like, please stop it with all the carbs. Same, and I'm tired from yeah. it. I'm tired. Oh, I'm exhausted. I mean, I literally yeah. am just napping all day. I was trying to manufacture energy at the top of the show, and I'm spent already. I know. It's too much. Speaking of too much, we've got too much to talk about this week. Okay. We do have. As you know, we skipped a week. So I could get a tightening and Evil Jeff could prepare for Thanksgiving. I was getting my hole bleached. <laughs> oh, see? And so we've got Double the X books yes. to talk about this week. Very exciting. We're going to skip hot topics because I don't think there's anything hot happening right now. I don't think so. No. But there was a no, plethora. It's all about the present. There's a plethora of sci-fi shows that got released. Oh, my goodness. We've got a lot. It's, it's a bottom-heavy show kind of like me it's bottom heavy in that when we get to our tv and film segment it's gonna be a lot yeah so just bear with us but hopefully buckle up you'll be you'll be be the better for dive in you'll be better for it but let's do it how about we start getting xy hit it let's get xy i want your x ah come on Ooh, I went an octave lower. Come on. Come on. Yeah. We've got four books to talk about. Let's talk about last week's books first. Let's talk okay. about there was some so, uh, uh, Sword and X-Force. I think we should start with the worst one, X-Force. Because um, we can burn through that bitch like we are known to do. Um. This one was just, I don't know. I mean, could you? what do you have to say about it? 
I'm like, for a 25th episode, a 25th issue, could you get a little more milestone-y? It just felt run-of-the-mill. Yeah, I kind of just, I'm kind of confused of what they're trying to do with Quentin Quire. I feel like I was trying to like rewrite his personality when his personality was fun to begin with. Is he going to take a heel turn over this Phoebe heartbreak stuff they've got going on? Yeah, I don't know. Well, he'll turn like what? Like he's going to turn evil or extra good? Evil. Or not evil, because there's no more evil in the Krakoan era, but selfish. Maybe. I don't know. It all felt so. But what? Give it like a little quick rundown of what happened. It's all. Never date a cuckoo. That's what happened. So they. she just. Why did she break up with him again? Because she's one of the five in one. She can't have They basically, they told her, like, you can't, it, it's us or, like. They, it doesn't they, work this way, Were hon. they, like, they were, were they kind of threatening, like, we'll kick you out of the hive if you stay with him? I mean, basically. But so, threats yeah. or, like, it's just, ultimately, if you're a cuckoo, there is no you. There is only the five in one. That sounds Awful. Awful. And she was I'd one. murder she, all the other is ones. She's the wait. Who? Wait, which is? Who was the one that was dyeing her hair and trying to separate in the, in the first place? Esme. Esme was. Ugh, Esme. Yeah. No, she's wait. A piece of work. No, Esme was the one that died. Oh no! no after no. that, when there was only three. Oh, she of dyed them. her hair red. Was that Irma slash Mindy? Yeah. So it's like they all are having issues. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's kind of annoying me, and not even in a bad way. Sure. Like I find it all interesting. I but, mean, it's them. But for this, is it was like, I don't know. I just, then like Wolverine yep. going on an adamantium that, sliced surfboard. I don't. Who thought I mean, that? sure. Like, it was stupid. And then it's like, oh, it's cutting me up. Like, yeah. Why would he's you? He's like, I'd love to get cut up by the waves in my it surfboard. It doesn't make uh. any sense. And then Quinn Quire's like, oh, I'm in charge of all these babies on Krakoa now. I'm like. Why? You are? Before and he's what? like, you want to have a baby? And she's like, fuck off. No, I can't. Yeah, I just found the whole thing. I don't know. I just, I just feel it's, it's like why Hickman is like bailing. Because it's just like, okay, let we need to like move on from this. I feel like they're just die. It's there's sometimes I just feel like sometimes they're just like spending like let's drag this out a bunch of issues, let's drag some plots out where it's like no just like get to it. What is yeah, this about? Let's, X- let's live here for a while. Yeah, no, X Force is like. Have you read Hellions? X Force. There's momentum. There's, there's focus. momentum. There's stakes. This is just boring, and so I think we should stop talking about it. Move on to the next one. Okay. Sword, number 10. Sword. Evil Jeff, what did you think of this? Because there were some panels where I thought of you. Me? Why? Because it felt a little yowie-wowie to me. Between who? Certainly with Cable and WizKid. Like, it felt like there was a little bit of flirtation going on. (laughs) Eyes up here, mister. Um, I know that's like, don't look at my wheelchair. I know I'm different. But also, (laughs) eyes up here, mister. So do you who do you think was initiating the flirtation cable? I a guess bit, I, I guess like, I was reading it more as in like, oh, because he's in the future and he know, he's aware of him, he's in awe of him. 
So I don't know if I was necessarily reading it as he was attracted to him. But hey, the, what was he staring at? Was he? I get. Was he staring at him? <laughs> I think so. He said, "Eyes up here, Mister." Oh, I don't remember that. Maybe he was Ugh. staring at his dick. This whole conversation is fruitless. He was wondering. I think he was his, staring at his dick. He was wondering if his his dick is still functional. I this issue is an emotional roller coaster for well, me. Well, I suddenly once, but there was a thing where there was a point where he said some things, and I was like, "That is very vague." Therefore, you're not really a bad guy. Like, I felt like if he was the bad guy, then he would have said very obvious things of like, oh, yeah, he hates Krakoa. And this is why he's wanting to like. But very early on, I was like, I don't I think I don't think he's really a bad guy. I think this is all red herring. Did you guess that ahead of time? I was hoping it. So what we're talking about is the fact that WizKid was revealed to be a triple agent. He is. Because la- he was yeah, revealed to be a agent. double agent last issue. Right. But he's actually a triple agent. He's working for Brand, yeah. ultimately. And it was just, I thought, a very well-shaped issue in that you had the opening of Takeshi, Wizkid, his routine to get out of bed because he does not have the use of his legs. Yeah. Which was meant to just generate empathy and understanding and and just get in the head of this character a little bit go through one of his rituals his routines and, and immediately i just started asking myself what is the point of this empathetic connection that al ewing is trying to create am i does he want me to feel betrayed or does he want yeah. me to stay on WizKid's side yeah or is he about to set you up with why he's going to betray everybody Yes, yes. And the other thing that I like, and this is the one thing that I will, I feel like this, I loved how they kind of showed how he lives. It's not just like some, you know, like uh, able-bodied person writing a handicapped person and being like, yeah, they're just handicapped, whatever. It's actually digging in, being like, no, this is how they have to live their life. And then also him explaining why he's choosing not to get resurrection and and all of I, I appreciate all of that and addressing all of that and kind of bringing it to the forefront. And that was my main concern where we did get in trouble a bit with karma. Yeah. Um, getting resurrected and, and keeping uh, and not getting her leg is I just wish that like I think it's an opportunity to have a discussion about it. And the fact that they just bree- breezed over it and didn't even have a discussion about it. I think it's just a missed opportunity. So I'm glad like it was like addressed Agreed. here. Yes. Um. Yeah, and so I appreciated all this. It's also was just like, I don't know, it was just reading from X-Force to this, it's just, I don't know, I was just engaged. I cared about this character. I cared about whether he was going to betray everybody. It was it was much more interesting of what it's was more, going on. It's more nuanced. It's more unique. It's more grounded. There's a ton of words I can use where Wolverine, X-Force, it feels like any emotion is action movie emotion. Like, no, my daughter, uh, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. I feel or, like, you know, like we're bros clink. This I feel is like X-Force is written for like the incel readers. Or it's just, it's like action genre one Oh one, which isn't as interesting as this never seen before depiction yeah, and characterization. Exactly. I, and then uh, we get Storm kicking bad guys' asses. 
Yeah, Storm beating people up. There is a weird, speaking of like yaoi or lesbian yaoi, there is something flirtatious going on between Storm and Frenzy. I love it. And I think that I think this is just more frenzy looking up to storm. Yeah. Yeah. Respect. And I also feel that um, it's definitely um, I really like like these bad guys. I'm still kind of and I guess for me as someone who loved the Dark Phoenix saga and loved the the battle on the moon and then those characters from like 40 years ago being some of them being killed off permanently, it looks like. That was very traumatic for me. So I feel like there's stakes that are happening here with these new bad guys, which apparently she just fucking kills all of them. But then they apparently come back. It looks like Like they're they're like they're like clones, I guess. Right. Yeah. Manufacture the lethal legion. Send back as many as you want. I wonder. So Smasher is Cannonball's wife. They have their child together. Smasher is Smasher because of the previous Smasher died during the Morrison run in Imperial. Yeah. And then um, Izzy, Cannonball's wife, became the new Smasher. So I'm wondering, like, is there going to be a new Neutron? Like, is there, are these all static roles in the Imperial Guard? Interesting. You know, like, we have to, now we have to have auditions for a new Neutron. Great. Yeah, that's a, they never really explained fully where did their powers originate. Because they're not mutants. Know. And they're not Shi'ar. Like, what are they? I just want to say, Manta hasn't done shit in this fight. She survived, thank God. Yeah. Because she's iconic. But Manta, where's, where's the scary Manta I'm used to? Come on. <laughs> but Sword, uh, Sword is fun. I'm like, It's fun. Vanisher was in it. That was yes. a nice treat for me did personally. Did he die? Oh, they all died. Everybody dies now. Everyone dies now. Who cares? Means nothing. And Agent Bran has stolen some pin particles and is now a tiny little person. She's just a little person hanging out inside WizKid. Yeah. Look at her. She's got a jetpack. She's got pin particles. Love it. I love it. It's a new look. Let's fast forward now to last week's books. Join us. Let's talk about some Wolverine. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. It's Maverick. It's the guy. Maverick is working for the guy that had the whole auction where Wolverine first saw Maverick in this run. Uh Jeff Bannister, the Big Lebowski type agent that's friends with Logan, he found out that the X desk is using Krakoan um, wiretap technology to spy on the Green Lagoon. But he thinks the woman in the wheelchair from the X desk or whatever. Dolores. Um, he thought that she was the one behind killing all of his people, but right. apparently she She's said like, no. And then did she about. get killed or she just get shot? She got shot through the shoulder. He's doing CPR on her okay. in the last time we see her. So she'll be fine. I mean, right. she'll be fucked up, but, and it's a sniper who was working for that guy that did that auction of the weapons and the shit. Yeah. yeah. And so it just like Maverick is like, I'm a Maverick. I'm like a double agent. I'm a I don't Maverick. Care side I'm on. I'm like Never, Fenris. Yeah. I don't know. There's people like Maverick and Fenris and them. And then I'm just kind of like, I don't care about you enough 
to care whether you're a good guy or a bad guy. Like, I know. Put, put him in the hole. Put him in the fucking hole. Put him in the fucking hole. He's been hole. stealing. He's not allowed to go through the gates anymore. If he shows up in Krakoa, he's getting holed. Oh, yeah. I want to see him get holed. Oh, my God. But yeah, it was oh, just Jeff. kind of like I I felt like Wolverine had like it was like, ooh, the whole uh what's the guy with the adamantium skin? What's his name? Solemn. Solemn. I'm like, yeah, I love this. And they're yeah, like, okay, that's let's done. Do this. Let's go back to yep. these boring plots. Yeah, the Maverick plot. Yeah, who cares? So hopefully ooh. it seems like that kind of is hopefully that's kind of towards the end and it will move on to something else. I'm What's hoping. next? Vampires again? If it goes back to vampires, I swear. Oh my god, Dracula again? Ugh, who cares? Draculas. I can't with the Draculas. The, yeah, it's like, the. I, I'm, I'm not, if I want to see vampires, I'll fucking watch, you know, a vampire. I'll watch fucking Buffy. I don't want to, I don't want it in my X-Men, okay? Okay. Oh, speaking of which, evidently, all right, so one comic we probably won't talk about, but I'm going to tangent into it really quick. There's this Darkhold event happening in Marvel. Is it on your radar? It's like a Scarlet Witch event. In the actual canon, or is it like a separate story? No, 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 it's canon. Okay, no. So there's this thing happening. I only read one of the tie-in books, I think it's all tie-in books, essentially. Anyway, I read The Darkhold, colon, Wasp, because it seemed like a really freaky comic, and it was. It was like old 1960s Janet Van Dyne getting abused by Hank, but then she fucking kills him. Wait, but I thought you said this was like part of the real 616. But it's it's like a dream. It's it's what happens when, when Wasp was exposed to The Darkhold. I think it's all like magic. Oh. I think... I think what's happening is there's certain heroes. I, I could be talking. I'm talking completely out of school. But what I think is happening, and I am going to go read the rest of the books, is I think like something happened with Wanda and the Darkhold, and somehow Wasp like read the Darkhold or like like was exposed to it. And anyway, this is what happened to her. She's like reliving being beaten by Hank, but she takes a shard of glass and fucking kills. Is him. the Darkhold like a book? Yeah, it's that thing that she's reading at the end of WandaVision. Oh, well, but then is Wanda in this? But the, the trial of Magneto yes. isn't over yet. So is it like taking place oh after my God. that? Right? Oh, my God. Is, I don't know. So is Wanda I've only there? read the Wasp one. I've only. No, she's not. It's just Wasp. Okay. All right. All right. I just wonder if it was like Wanda, like, hey, everybody. So anyway, like, here's wait. my point. A listener tweeted at us about it. it was like, this thing's happening. And I was like, I know I'm going to read the Wasp book. And he's like, OK, but you got to read the Blade book, too, because Nightcrawler is in it. And in that book, it's established that vampirism is a cure for the X gene. What is happening? What? I don't know. My head. Is that going to be? I don't. A plot no, line? Maybe it's fake. Maybe it's a fake dark hole dream. Well, if we think about it, how many X-Men oh, have God. become vampires? Just fucking Storm. No, and Jubilee. Oh, and but Jubilee. Jubilee had already lost her powers, so that one doesn't count. But Storm was still using her powers when she was a vampire. So how do you explain that? I don't know, but you should read the Darkhold. Uh, so I actually that that whole thing. Wanda. I'm like that. I, that I'm just like the fact that Storm has already become a vampire and had her Storm powers. Um, no, 
then they're, they're, how do you explain that? You can't just... I'm going to read it and report back. Okay, yeah. No, I'm angry about that and I don't like it. Good. I'm I wanted to get fucking angry. vampire. And also just like, why do you need to bring the X-Men in? Why are the X-Men going into the Blade? Like, what does that mean? Because now I'm just scared there's going to be like a huge vampire cure... No battle cross like I no. I'm sure it's like just like this that. wasp, just like this wasp book was a fantasy. I'm sure that's a fantasy. Okay, as well. good, good. Because I'm telling you right now, I am like. Oh, I'm telling no. you, I am not going. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst plot I've ever known. <laughs> There's no way, no way. <laughs> Um, let's talk about that X-Men issue, number five. Now we're into something, like, good. Oh, yeah? I love it. I love this book. I also love that it's going back into... Hey, remember that Polaris (gasps) has severe, like, severe mental issues? She's clinically depressed. She's clinically depressed. She had... I don't know what you would, like, clinically classify her. Like, previously, like, Mm -hmm. like, in, like, the late 90s, remember when she was, like... Like losing it. I don't know if that yes. was like considered anxiety disorder, borderline personality disorder, bipolar disorder, but she was. She Polaris was has to work. Shit. She has to work at her mental health. It's a constant struggle for this poor woman. And basically, this one, it just opens up. And I love things opening up like in media res, like in the middle of it. They're already in the middle of a battle with the Reavers and they've already taken down everybody by shooting them with like an an, an XG nullifying dart. And the only person that they weren't able to shoot because she can like force field herself is Polaris. And she puppets Wolverine with (laughs) with her metal body and starts fucking battling all of them. She gets so mad because they spilled her flat white. (laughs) And it kind of goes back and forth with things that have been going on with her. And she basically in this is like admitting like, I'm really depressed. Like, I'm sad. This is hard for me. And being on the X-Men is hard. It's, it's a challenge. It's exhausting. And here's the interesting thing is that when they were doing all the votes and calling people is, is the part with the Jean Grey... Yeah, it's right in the beginning. And they flash back to the Hellfire Gala, which they've been doing occasionally in this book. Yeah. We saw Jean's, what was in Jean's head when she joined. And that's the thing is we're only those, was everyone else already chosen and then those last 10 people were up? Because everyone else already knew that they were going to be X-Men, right? No, it all happened like simultaneously. Like everyone all thought at once, here's why I want to be an X-Man. And then ev- while everyone was thinking, everyone was also voting. It was all very telepathic. Oh, okay. So so just the fact that it was like, these 10 people are up for the vote. Just That's for us, the readers. That's that was not, for us. Yeah. That's not necessarily how it just Although, went Although, hot topic. Did you see the announcement? Secret X-Men, one shot featuring all the people who oh, yeah, didn't win yeah, yes, from yes, that vote. Yes. Love. Also, the hot topics... Looks like there's going to be an Irene. Destiny, Destiny of X comic. bitches. Yeah. Oh my God. I want it to be about young, adorable Irene frolicking around Paris and we can call it Destiny in Paris. <laughs> She's having baguette. 
She's frolicking with her lover, Mystique. It's all very romantic and adorable, and she keeps having visions. Destiny and Perry. And then she runs into Emily in Paris and kills her. (laughs) (laughs) So this issue with Jean, or this moment with Jean and Polaris, I've seen some online controversy. There, I said it. A lot of people are like, Jean, this is Bobby all over again. And I'm like, no, it isn't. And by the way, she helped Bobby. Yeah, because she knew what she really wanted. She, she knew just like she knew what Bobby really wanted. She knew what Lorna really wanted. And basically, and was what, like, why are you going to get in your own way? But that, what she's doing is taking away some a little bit of fear, and kind of forcing people to own up to what they really feel. And that's it's, kind of what a therapist does. And people can say, well, that's not yes. your place to do it. But in the end, it's like, yes, it is. She's Jean. She's fucking a, Jean Grey. She's a therapeutic. She's a, she's maternal. Yeah. She's everyone's best friend. This is very much in line with Morrison's take on the Phoenix. And the Phoenix was like, the Phoenix burns away that which doesn't work. The Phoenix burns away that which creates stagnation and and prevents growth. That's what Gene is doing. What was Polaris's original line? Just pick me. And then she she changed it to just not me. She she like chickened out at the last second. And then and Jean Grey like, no, no. erased, like, no, I know what you originally said. And yeah. then in the end, like Polaris was like, thank you for doing that for me. And I like that yes. she wrote North Star. She's like, hey, <gasps> remember how I told you, like, that I didn't want to do this and this is kind of fucked up. But actually, I changed my mind. It's all good. And actually, I think you should be an X-Men too and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So let's talk about that. A, yes, great way to, great device, a letter to North Star to get an inner monologue of Lorna and learn more about what she's thinking too. Is North star going to be on this team? I think maybe. Two I will genes. die. A Jean and a Jean. Jean and Jean. Jean, Jean. <laughs> maybe this is the fun. And then maybe this is the chance for North star's husband to get killed. <laughs> that would be amazing. I'm if, just going to put a countdown listen. clock of like, when will North star's husband die? X-Men number 25 calling it now. Ugh. And then I have to say, this is my favorite new tradition the X-Men have in this book. Having a giant meal with all the people they saved. Yeah. Or or the people like wherever the fight is, they're like, okay, everyone, woof, that was a lot. Let's gather around for some food. I love this. I'm like, a, a, enough of baseball. This new meal-based X-Men tradition, give it to me. It's the new baseball. Oh, they haven't played baseball in forever. It's old hat. Now they have meals. <laughs> now they have buffets. They put out craft services. Actually, I think the last time they played baseball was when that guy, the artist, got canceled. Remember? It was X-Men Gold. And then he like put oh, something offensive. Oh, he put that. Oh, my God. And then he did it again. Yeah. In like a Hulk book or something. It was like something anti-Semitic, right? Oh, weirdo. Oh, Jesus. Speaking of weirdo, that Ben Urich sticking his nose where it doesn't belong. Well, I mean, if you're a reporter and you find out, oh, oh X Men can never die, I think you're going to you cheat cheated death. You're going to tell the story. story. Yeah. So they need to figure out what they're going to do with that because I have a feeling when they realize that, it's really going to make them all. It's going to make it because that's the one thing you have to realize. Anyone could be like, oh, well, even because it might be like, oh, it's scary that they don't die. But it just gives it means like any human on the street can just like, oh, I can just go up and shoot him in the head. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. 
Anyway, well, next week we have Inferno. Trial of Magneto, Marauders, and Inferno. I know. Oh, come on, baby. Oh, my God. Come on, baby. I can taste them. Ah. But oh should we talk God. about some shows? Let's talk about TV and film. Hit it. Someone who watch superhero sci-fi stuff with me. Well, Evil Jeff, it happened a while ago. I mean, it's still on HBO Max, but Doom Patrol season three ended. And we never spoke about it. We we did not. And I will say because it where the other one ended with like a huge bang, this ended with almost just like a reset of like, and this is now the team. And we're this now. Which I thought was great. Yes. And plus, um Michelle Gomez makes everything better. She really, really does. And can I just say one of the things I did on Thanksgiving is the tradition is we play celebrity. Love celebrity. And because Joe was watching Michelle G- Gomez on Doctor Who recently, and then I was seeing her on Doom Patrol, and then she was on uh, a, a Flight Attendant. She had just yep. been coming up a lot. So he put her name in the uh, in the celebrity pile, and everyone got mad because no one knew who she was. That's and then sneaky fuck. Me and Joe were like... How do you not know Michelle who Michelle Gomez. Gomez is? She's been in everything. Learn now they know. She's in like five hundred shows. I know, Sabrina. Come on. Anyway, she's prolific. Yes, love her. Uh, um. So basically, so, that she that like that's the new team. Like, she's on the team now, which we love. Yeah, Madame Rouge. Told you she was like a mystique. She's like a villain, but also a hero. Yeah. So love it she was the antagonist and then she was like i'm so sorry and she, now she's on the team yeah and elastigirl big growth for elastigirl well she literally literally aged like another lived like another 70 years <laughs> she did she did she lived that whole time with the sisterhood of dada the brotherhood of sisterhood of dada um through this whole run, which was so cool. And so she had this whole history with Madame Rouge from those Dada days, which was the origins of the um, Bureau Bureau of Normalcy. All very connected. Um, But she ends the season as the team leader that our dear departed Niles Calder always knew she could be. And she had her kind of like growth moment where she literally took on the... um, being able to become a giant power that she has in the comics. Oh, see, I wasn't aware that she could do that in the comics. Yeah, that's kind of like, she's like their giant man, the Doom Patrol. You see her, I like, when I think of her powers, I think of her shrinking and becoming big. Oh, nice. Yeah. Super fun. So she does that to stop our now gigantic robot man. Robot man is in the body of a 40-foot robot. And now they're using the time machine and the robot to travel and be a superhero team called so Doom. Great. They're calling it the Doom Force. Doom Force. <laughs> they're all on board. Larry's very excited. Larry's kind of got like a new negative spirit inside of him or like a reborn negative spirit. Very strange. Did what happened with um, the cyborg? What did happened to cyborg? Did cyborg he get, he got his uh, powers removed. His, he has no. He doesn't. Yeah, he got it. So he's basically powerless. 
But and he's, he's got his synthetic skin, so he doesn't have his cyborg parts anymore. Okay, so that's still going on. So I'm just going to be interested in what's going on with that. Yeah. There was a moment where the negative spirit went inside of him, and right. I was like, oh, is this how he's going to... Nope, then it went back into negative, man. Yeah. But I will say, Javon Wade being able to be shirtless he with no sidebar. Is so oh my hot. fucking God, he's so, so fucking hot. hot. That body, yeah. oh my God. I am, I, like, when he was shirtless at the beginning of that last episode, I was like, what is happening? What so are these hot. feelings? Am I gay? I think you are. I think I am. Mm, 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 mm. He's cute as a mug, too. God damn. Another show I want to talk about that just premiered. This is an epic, epic show, and I don't think you watched it. It's on Amazon Prime. It's based off of a huge... uh, Oh, The Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time, a huge book series. Huge, huge. Um, And I watched the first episode of it. Did you read the books? I did not read the books. Um, okay. The main uh, person, my my partner that I work with um, on the show, uh, his it's his favorite book series. Like most of his, like even his Instagram is like W O T. Like it's yeah. Like Drew, he, our former producer, when we were in Chicago, loves these books. Loves them. Loves Wheel of Time. He was a little disappointed, and I will say, watching it, it felt. I felt the story that it needed to tell, it was a little too cheap looking. Like, oh, I felt yeah. like I was watching, like, Xena. No, this should be like Lord of the Rings. Like, I felt like I was watching, like, Xena Warrior Princess. <gasps> Stop. Like, it just felt very, like, it wasn't lit very well. It wasn't directed very well. Ooh, um, it sounds bargain basement. It, yeah, I, I'm gonna. I only watched the first episode. I do think it's interesting. It's a world where men and women had power, and then this one man went evil and basically poisoned and killed all men that have power. So now only women have power. Oh, I love it. Um, so only women have power. So all women are the ones who like rule everything. And Rosalind Pike is kind of like the leader of the. She is so scary. Yeah. And she's kind of like the main leader, but they they basically um, had visions that a new a being has been born 20 years ago. So a new being was born 20 years ago, and they're going to be able to wield the power. It could be a man, it could be a woman, and they can wield both powers and kind of uh, save everybody from this new dark force. These weird um, evil goblin creatures, almost like orcs or something are coming to destroy, you know, all the human people or whatever they are on this planet. It's like a Game of Thrones type of planet. Yeah. Anyway, and uh, and so there's like a savior. There's like a the one. And so she comes into this town where she's like, um, it's a 20 year old. And it's so she basically finds the four people that are 20. And it's like, it's one of you. And it's three guys and one girl. And she's like, you guys got to come with me or the, you know, the goblins are going to come and destroy your town because they're basically chasing after you because they know you're the one too. So basically it's like Rosalind Pike and these four people and none of them know which one is the one. But okay. one of them is the one. So I think like that's kind of interesting. I think it's a very interesting plot. It just, I just was like, it felt like a lot of the effects felt really cheap. Yeah, well, but Rosalind Pike does have this hot. So I think her name is Rosamond. Rosamond? Oh, Rosalind? Not Rosalind? Whatever. I think it's Rosamond. Rosamond Pike. Pike. Okay, fine. 
Rosamond Pike has this consort, this hot Asian man who's like naked Ooh. in a few scenes. And I'm just like, you're hot. And so that's good too. That's what I took yeah. away from it. <laughs> that's good. There's like a hot butt in it. Not enough shows have hot guys in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Doom I just Patrol I does. recently though got into a fight, speaking of hot guys, over who what who do you which twink would you want to bag? Timothy okay. Chalamet or Tom Holland? Yeah. It's Tom Holland, my God. And I said Tom Holland, and I was in the minority of this group that I was having the conversation with. Everyone's like, Are you insane? Timothy Chalamet is way more attractive. He's so much cuter. But Tom Holland's body is. I like know, but they were just so like, oh, much. but they were like body. But it's like, what do you want a hot body with an ugly face? And I was like, he's not an ugly face. Who the gorgeous. fuck says that Tom Holland is an ugly face? He's exactly okay. Well, that's why I said this to you because at least you're on my goddamn side. Oh my god. Oh, I can just stare at Tom Holland's thighs all. Day. If it was Timothy Chalamet's thighs, I'd be like, all right, enough. Get them out of my face. And I will say this. Tom Holland looks like he's in his 20s. Timothy Chalamet still looks like he he's looks 16. He looks like he's 14. Yeah, he still looks like, like he's 16, and that is not attractive to me. No. I mean, it was hot when he fucked that peach, but just because it was hot that he was so horny. Yeah. Also, well, I, I, I did not think Call Me By Your Name was sexy at all. I know no, he was God, attracted no. to Army Hammer, and Army Hammer looked no. way too old. It looked like a 35 year old and a 14 year old. Yeah. And yeah, so I was I just, just like, I do want to confess. I was a little disturbed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was a little disturbed and called me by her name. All right. Yeah. But anyway. All right, good. Tom Holland is the hot one, um, which we will be talking about in two weeks. Oh, so it? excited. Oh, my God. I've heard so many rumors. Um, but let's talk about another show. Yeah. Um, should we talk about? Where should we? Let's end Disney. Let's all end all the Disney things last. Oh, we got to talk about Hawkeye last. Um, let's talk about um, some Netflix shows. Yeah, I am a big fan of a cartoon pop group called KDA, and okay. it's basically four League of Legends female characters, and they decided to make them into a pop group. <laughs> Really? And God. it's sung by two English singers and two K-pop singers. And their <laughs> songs are amazing. Their music videos are amazing. Um, they're amazing. I, I'll send you some links to it. I think you might you might think they're pretty cool, too. Hell yeah. So then when I found out that okay. League of Legends, which I do not play the video game at all. Do you play League of Legends at all? No, I don't. Um, so when Just I found Fortnite. out that um, Netflix is uh, you know they're actually doing League of Legends Arcane. They do like series. They're doing yeah, a isn't there series. Another one? Um I don't know if there's another one out now or if another one's coming mm. out. But this one I took a look and I was like, "Oh, I really like the animation. It looks pretty yeah. fucking cool." And so I decided to take a look and I told Brett to watch it too. What did you think? I thought the animation was incredible. It's yeah. like a combination of like hand-drawn and CGI and it like it's just a really cool look. Yeah, it's really fun. And I actually, it's and it's, speaking of who we're going to talk about, it's Haley Steinfeld is the main oh, voice. She's everywhere, just like that Diane Guerrero. Yeah. Diana DeGarmo? No, Diane Guerrero, Isle. who's in Doom Patrol and in Encanto. In okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, but yeah, Haley Steinfeld is V, Vi. Yeah. Vi. And yeah, basically there's like, 
kind of like there's like the rich upper crust who live above ground and then there's like all the poor people who live below ground and they can never cross the bridge to the upper world or they can get in trouble and there was previously a war between them and the parents of two kids got killed and they're now kind of just like these little misfit thieves living in the underground causing trouble and they try to pull a heist in and it goes the wrong rich place yeah and i will say right now the lead girl with the red hair the haley steinfeld's character she's real annoying because she's causing all of the problems and taking yeah. none of the blame she just needs therapy yeah. yeah where she's like oh my god like why don't we fight and we're like bitch we're only fighting because you just fucked calm, all this up calm down you're an agitator yeah but um there's uh, the little sister who has blue hair named Powder. Powder. Uh, she seems like she's going to be cool. And if you look at the like the cover art for when you choose the Netflix show, it's a blue-haired woman as an adult. So I'm like, oh, yeah. this is going to flash forward. This is going to fast forward in time. It looks like, and I'm kind of excited for that. To an adult Powder. Powder, whose whole thing is like, I'm worthless. I'm not a fighter. I'm, I bring no value to our little group. Yes. And the whole thing is, no powder, you're stronger than you think you are. Yes. So we'll probably see that strength in action. And from what I was talking to um, my boyfriend's brother, who does play League of Legends, he says in League of Legends, like all of these characters are kind of there, but it's like different cities. So it's like, this is the city of science. And then there's like another city where there's magic. So in this city, it's like a city of science and they hate magic. And so uh, that's what. So that's why there's like different stories oh. and different characters. Because it depends on which city and which region. There's kind of like, you can explore different things in the video game. And I understand that is very cool. This is a prequel of sorts to the game, to the lore of the game. Arcane is. Yeah, because I'm assuming the characters that are playable are probably those girls grown up. I'm assuming. Yeah, right. But anyway, I thought it was really cool. I thought it was really nice. Cool story and really nice to look at. Um, also cool story and really nice to look at on Netflix is part two of Kevin Smith's He-Man Revelations. He-Man. I will Girl, tell you when this. I tell you I burned through the whole oh, goddamn thing. Well, it was only five episodes. It was basically like watching a movie. I know. I watched the whole entire... You told me, you're like, I'm watching He-Man. I'm like, fuck. And then I just watched it all in a row. Can I tell you? Yeah. I fucking love this. I do too. And this is what... The thing that's so surprising to me is I'm like, this is literally taking the old cartoon, the most making a sequel, thing. and literally picking up where it left off, not rebooting it at all, literally picking it up from where it left off, and then adulting the fuck out of it. And I am giving like, things meaning. why are I'm you just... making things specifically for me? <laughs> right. Like, this is made for a 45-year-old Jeff. So... So funny, another show that dropped is season two of the new Saved by the Bell. Yeah, which is and my so mom, good. I'm halfway through. So good. My favorite show. And my mom and I binged watched it after Thanksgiving dinner together. And she's like, I don't mean this in the pejorative. This show is hilarious. But like, who's it for? And I was like, me. Me. It's for me. <laughs> I know. It's, it's for me. Nostalgia. And I still love a good. I, I like Gen Z drama. And it's also for, like, the straight me's of the world who have kids. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, He-Man is really good. I will say they... It's phenomenal. They did one thing wrong. What? Which is Tila and Evelyn were supposed to end up together. Oh, Tila wound up with Andra. So now Tila... 
First of all, can I just, this whole thing. All right, I have to back up. The relationship reveal in the first few episodes of part two, that fucking, and spoilers everybody, that man-at-arms and the sorceress were former lovers and they're both Tila's fucking parents. Yeah. The sorceress is Tila's mom? That makes so much sense. Like, it's, it's like, of course. It's almost like the original cartoon planned that the entire time. Right. And the sorceress, like, gave up her family to be the sorceress, which comes with the curse of having to be alone inside of Skull. You can never leave. And then flash forward to the next generation Tila is named the sorceress and her girlfriend Andra is named Man-at-Arms. So you have Man-at-Arms and the sorceress in love again. Yeah, but how are they going to have a kid to be the next sorceress? Oh, Adam will will impregnate one of them. (laughs) Oh my God. But I still still, still wanted Evelyn instead of Andra. Oh, but Evelyn's character journey. Oh, oh my God. Evelyn with the sword calling down the power of Grayskull. She becomes Dark Lynn. I would have called her Shiva Lynn, but that's just me. <laughs> I was like, please say her name is Shiva Lynn. Please. Damn it. Yeah, it was just uh, really good. And then she relinquishes power because she realizes that not everything is pain and she sees the world in such a limited way because she's afraid and Tila was like, you should see the love in the world and the magic. And she's like, I do. And I'm like, she's fucking Emma Frost. I fucking love Evelyn. There is one part though, where I almost threw the whole entire show in the garbage. And it when? was the, it was the wink callback because Alicia Silverstone is the queen Yes. And she went, as if. (laughs) And I always was like, all right, right." and now you went too far. it's fine. You went too far with that. Don't you dare. Especially when I had just eaten at a Shabu Shabu place across the street from the Clown's Liquor where she gets mugged (laughs) in the Clown's Liquor, you took me. (laughs) You took me there. Um... The whole thing with Adam calling down the power of Grayskull without the sword. And he just becomes like a crazy behemoth that just is full oh. of rage and violence. Great. Oh, my God. So and smart. Course, I feel like this is what Kevin Smith was meant to do, is this type of thing. This type of stuff. Like, let me take, he, let me take, he's like the Lin-Manuel Miranda of, like, children's toys. Exactly. Like, let me go back and, like reshape this and give it like depth and and, and nuance yeah and, it's really and good. grounded in emotion and want although oh. of course i did see it with my boyfriend so he was pointing out all of the flaws of the storyboarding and animation oh i'll kill him but um it's still good but he admitted he's like it's a very well written story but they don't know how to do air fights <laughs> <laughs> they, well the original show didn't either so exactly oh oh god and of course I mean, listen, spoilers. When he died in the first part, I was like, he's definitely coming back as like a Gandalf the White thing. But that did not prevent me from screaming when fucking Orko the White pops up from the dead and saves everybody. I screamed. Although that was funny. But then they were all the, <laughs> all the spirits were being taken away. They're like, oh, I guess you're going to die. Bye. And then Evelyn's just nope. like, no, I'll hold on to you. And I'm like, no, you oh, f- oh, no one was else like, was just going to hold on to him. That's all it takes. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, did she use magic? No, she renounced it. She literally just was like, nope. Yoink. Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> but I'm glad Orko was around. Yeah. But uh, here, but, but then here, spoilers. Whoa. Spoilers is the end. The very end. Spoiler. Oh, 
come on. And then come my, on, Joe is like, he's like, is Shira going to show up at some point? And yes. I was like, I was like, no, it's a separate cartoon with different. It's a completely separate cartoon. No, bitch. And then they the fucking Hordak. The Hordak shows up and you're like, are you fucking kidding I me? Screamed. They are going to. And I will say I've, I've had to look it up. And Kevin Smith, he's like, my goal is to combine. He's like, Shira is going to be in the next season. But he's this like, show is. But he's like, I want it to be in. He wants to use the other um, show. But there's a chance like that might not feasibly work out. But even if it doesn't, it's still going to. Then they're going to do their own thing. And it's going to show up. The show is full of lesbians. Have you seen the other Shira cartoon? No, I've never gotten to watch it. I do want to. I've watched about like the first halfway through the first season, and it is great. Where it's just it's it's basically a love story between Shira and Katra, and they're and, yeah. And Shira was raised with the Hordak, and she doesn't realize she's a princess, and she thinks she, and she thinks they're the good guys, and then when she finally like r- like gets lost and then finds the other princess people, she's like, oh wait, my people are the bad guys, shit. And then she tries it's Captain Marvel. Yeah, and then she tries to get Catra, but Catra's like no, and so then there and then she becomes the leader of the bad guys, and so it's these two girls that are in love with each other in a war where they're the leaders like of killing the opposing yeah it's yeah that's like oh lesbians do it right the show is teeming with lesbians and i love it how about when fisto was like i want to fist him oh my god that was <laughs> and because it's kevin smith you just know it's like he knew he knew what was happening oh he knew what that meant <laughs> it's good let's talk about a disney movie that came out I would love to because I got to see it with my niece and nephew the Friday after Thanksgiving. Uh, but you got to see it in a very different I context. I did because, yes, my one of my close friends is an animator at Disney and she got to work on it. It was called Encanto. Do, 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 do. So I got to hear all of the behind the scenes shenanigans um, of, of you know, all of the complaints, which I probably can't, should probably get mad at me if I like... Yeah, and, don't. But but basically, you know, she she would just give me all the inline gossips of like fighting over what should the this character look like, what should this character look like, and and you know fights over like how apparently there's fights over how thin the characters should be, how heavy they should be, and which I find fascinating. That is fascinating. Um, um, which so I do like that this Lin character, the main character in this, is not. Um, like a skinny pencil. Yeah, she's like a normal looking human. Normal woman, looking, which I'm very like happy young about. teenager. Yeah, and this is a Colombian uh, musical with the music written by Lin Manuel Miranda. And I will yep. say, I am not a huge fan of Hamilton. I'm not a huge fan of In the Heights. I know You're, that's like, okay. but I did like Moana, and I realized okay. I really don't like um, the way Lin Manuel writes his rapping. I think it's kind of like mm-hmm. cheesy white people rapping. Sure. Um, so when it's white. just the music, I like the music. However, um, with Encanto, I felt the opening number was way too fast. Oh, I loved it. It was no, but just where I was, I couldn't understand what they were saying. They're like, yeah, and then I have the powers, and then and then he has these then powers, and then he has those powers, and I'm just like, I was like, oh, can we have some subtitles, please? Because I don't I liked know what's it because happening. I liked it because they took it to a place where the character wanted to get through the song because it revealed that she's a nobody compared to all the people she was singing about. 
So I yes. really liked that she was like, no, I do get that, but I, but I felt it was like pertinent information that then I was like, I don't know what, I don't know what was said. Because it introduced what her whole family's powers are. This is just like the X-Men. Yeah, but I, but it it made me remember, they all have powers. But it makes me think back of like Belle being like, there goes the neighbor with a da 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 where it's like you can understand every word I say. Where Lin Manuel Miranda is like, I was like, Jesus Christ! My when I wrote Andersonville the musical, my opening number was modeled after Bell's opening number. Well, there you go, Andersonville. Know what I think of when I think Andersonville? What big chicks? Hell yeah. Is Big Chick still around, that bar? I don't know. I don't live in Chicago. Well, I mean, you visit every once in a while. Once in a while. That was like the hipster bar. That was the bar. It's like, if you're a cool gay. Oh, my God. You go the to Big Dollar Chicks. Burger. The Dollar Burgers on Mondays. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Um, um, but Enc- I thought Encanto was sweet. I, I thought it was very sweet. Um, but then here's the weird part where... Um, because yeah, and the, basically it's this family, um, and everyone in the family, when they come of age at the age of five, which also is like five, is it, isn't that 13? Five. Why do you come of age yeah. at five? What does that even mean? But anyway, uh, they get magic powers and then the main character, she's the only one that did not get powers. And I will say the scene where she does not get powers is like heartbreaking. It's like so heartbreaking. And then also not only heartbreaking, after that, the grandmother, the matriarch of the family, kind of starts treating her like garbage. And well, because she doesn't I mean, get her own room, she still has to stay in the nursery. Yeah, that was the source of it. Like, it was so funny. I was walking out of the theater. I saw this in New Jersey. I was walking out of the theater and I walk by a lady go, but why was the house breaking? And I was like, you fucking moron. It was because all of the pressure that Abuela put on everybody to be perfect so they can continue to earn this miracle they were giving you fucking moron. Except yeah. I didn't say any of that. I just walked right by her saying nothing. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And I will say, um, I, yeah, I liked how each of the characters... It was really fun how they showed their powers and they each had their own room. Um, And then there was also like a brother who felt he wasn't perfect, who like ran away or didn't really run away. He was morally and really in hiding. He was hiding in the wall cavities. He could see the future, but whenever he gave people the news of his vision, they like blamed him for ruining their whatever he was seeing the future of. You know, like, I'm seeing rain on your wedding day. He caused rain on our wedding yeah. day. So he had to get away. And it was very sad. Um, and, yeah, there was just ve- a lot of very touching moments. And I really liked the character development of the main character and especially the other brother. Like, I really related to all of that. I will say towards the end, it suddenly felt a little rushed at the end for it me. It did. It did. They They didn't, like, there was a reason that woman was asking why was the house breaking? Because I feel like they could have spent exactly. more time with that story reveal. Because I felt like they did it, and then it was like, oh, and now it's back. Oh, we all love each other. Now it's building again. And we all love each other. Close the door, bye. Yeah, it was like, a, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then I will say yeah. this, and then I w- everyone was like, no, that's the whole point. But I was like, I feel she deserved a reward. I she thought she deserved power? to get a fucking power. Oh, my God. I was convinced there was an end credit scene where she would get a power. Yeah, give the, bitch a, like, power. Give the give bitch a bitch power. Give the bitch a power. <laughs> oh my god but you know what evil Jeff 
You don't need superpowers to be a superhero. That's right. And you don't need to be a Disney musical to have a Broadway musical number. In your Disney show. That's right. We're talking about the new Disney Plus show, the Christmas Disney Plus show, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Um, Should we do a one, two, three or no? Let's do a one, two, three. Okay. One, two, three. I love it. Love it. I think think it's beating Loki. I think it's It's now number two. And it's certainly beating Falcon because it is such heart and it is giving this character finally giving this character his due well he gets to like be a character and not only that but Haley steinfeld is such a fucking good actress and the chemistry the chemistry between the two of them is gold do you know how hard it is to have like a 20 something and a 40 something character where she looks up to him and it's not skeezy yeah. That is a very difficult thing to do. And I never for once felt like, ooh, are they going to fuck? Like, I know, ne- and because I part of me was like, oh, they're not, no. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, it's not leaning into that at all. It better not. It's such a wonderful relationship. And it really, like, it does in Fractions Run, like, it, there are moments where it feels like, is this going towards sex stuff? Like, once or twice? Like, there's just moments. But he's um, not like married. Clint has Freudian slips, right? But that's the um, thing: is this he's married, and I think they they keep him married with a family to be like, yeah, he's not going there. Right, right. But he still has kind of this like buffoonery side to him. Like, not really. He's a very capable man, but it's like you just see him with a little bit more vulnerability, a little bit more in over his head. Like you see him caring for someone who he just met. It's just nice to see. I do have a question Clint about a Hawkeye. Character. Was it in Endgame that he got the he needs the hearing aid? Was it from the blast when the whole Avengers building it was blew from up with the Nebula? It. it was from all of it. It was just from the gradual. They showed a series of explosions when they revealed that he has the hearing aid that Hawkeye has in the comics. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they showed like one explosion after another. And is it Wear both ears or one ear? I think it's one ear. Um, I think it's the ear that was facing his daughter when they were seeing Rogers yeah, the musical. Yeah. Which, by the way, oh my god, what a garbage, what a garbage show! <laughs> so bad. I will say I mean, this: I love it. If you if you ever watch Broadway Bears. Uh yeah, when they don't wear clothes, it's yeah. like charitable. I'm pretty sure. Years ago, they did one to shoes, like, oh my God, shoes, which has a bunch of hot guys. And then the little Ant-Man guy who played Ant-Man, I'm pretty sure oh, he was I naked in the shoes Broadway bears that you can find. Oh, nice. Um, by the way, I'm so sorry. We're saying Broadway. Stephen Sondheim, rest in peace. I know. Um, you do not even understand this, my f- this friends. City, Oh, I, I've seen it. I was I, oh, I walked sure. around Broadway a little bit. Yeah. People are um, freaking out. But you have to see Tick Tick Boom. I did. Um Steven Oh you did. I watched it. Andrew Garfield! Oh my god. 
Who knew? He was so talented. He's very talented. Such a good performance. Not um, Lin-Manuel Miranda kind of fucked up the direction of it, but whatever. Uh, It's his first time. But I mean, the Jonathan Larson music is fantastic. That's the thing. I loved Andrew Garfield. I loved the performances. But then there would be direction choices where I'm like, what? And then I'm like, Lin-Manuel Miranda, why are you doing that? Well, also that show, I mean, you know, I think think Tick, Tick, Boom is just like when they're, when they cut to him on stage addressing an audience, like I think that's tick tick boom yeah like which is also why i really stage. felt it needed tick tick boom you could have ended with a rent song i think it needed to go i think it was oh, like it should have gone there. i it think could've. we should have ended with like one song glory yeah <laughs> like is he like i need to write this one song and i'm like one song glory <laughs> but brava andrew garfield brava vanessa hudgens oh she's great She's she oh. was I she's one of those people that Zach Efron kind of got all the fame and glory and you didn't realize she's like great. she was the actual really talented one. Right. All right, back to Hawkeye Rogers the musical. Um it's so bad that Clint has to leave. Yeah. And it's tr- traumatic. It's also traumatic seeing way. Black Widow dance around. He's like, "Oh, I can't." Hear right. This. And like to turn that nightmare scenario that he was in into a singing and dancing musical. Uh and then to see Thanos was right, written on the urinal at the theater. Yeah. And then to have some jerk from Jersey asking for a selfie when you're trying to take a piss. Poor Clint. He's fucking what else Jersey does he need? guys. Ugh, the worst. As soon as the guy was like, can I get a selfie? I'm like, he's from Jersey. <laughs> um, Kevin Feige knows that he has gold with, ha- with Haley Steinfeld. Steinfeld. Yeah, he must like young Avengers are definitely going to be a thing because you are sitting on the gold of Kate Bishop. Can you imagine gold her with Wiccan and Hulkling and Patriot? I don't have to imagine. And the girl from Freaky from Freaky who's going to play Cassie Lang. And Cassie Lang. I mean, come. Oh, my God. Come on. It's going to be so fucking good. I can't wait. But she is delightful. And what episode one makes clear is that this is very much Kate Bishop's show. Like, big focus on Kate. That whole fight scene after she finds the Ronin costume and fights her way out of that auction, fights off the tracksuit mafia, who, by the way, are hilarious. But also just, I love also the way that when they it opens with her as a little kid when the original alien oh. attack happens and she sees Hawkeye and that's what inspires that her move to do everything. Off the roof. It's like, well, he saves her. He blows up a alien craft that was coming right at her. Yeah. I love to go back to these major MCU moments and see somebody else who was affected by them on the sideline that you didn't know about then. I love that shit so hard. When it opened with 2012, I was like, thank you, fucking God. Love that. Love it. And uh, and at the end of the second episode, we get introduced to another character that's going to have their own show. That's right. Um, so Clint Echo. is captured on purpose by the tracksuit mafia in order to... Why does he want to go there again? To re- Does he need to recover the suit? Still, no, he's got it. I think oh he, just to, just to like put an end to that. I think he needs to meet Echo to kind of like squash everything. Yeah, he just needs because he kept being like, "Let me talk to your boss. Let me them. talk to your boss." 
Yes, that's right. Because they're going to keep coming after Kate. Like, it's not good. He has to take them down. But then Kate follows him. I love that because her mom runs a security firm, she was able to, like, hack his phone and, like, find out where he is. And then, of course, just falls through the ceiling and gets caught immediately. Oh, it's so great. So Kate's mom, first of all, engaged to, I forget who the actor is. Um, I used to know his name before the show. Playing the swordsman. He is fucking perfect. What a great MCU swordsman. And I love that fight scene where they're like, let's oh, where he was clearly And then she's just like, win. she's like, come on, come on. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then finally she goes to stab him in the face and he just like disarms her immediately. And she's like, ah, I knew it. I love well, she's that. She's so good that he knew, she knew that he was holding back a lot. Which was getting her angry. Yeah. But like to someone like the mom, Vera Farmiga, by the way, accomplished actress, she's like, what do you mean? He's doing his best. And she's like, no, he's not. Joe is, my boyfriend is convinced that Vera Farmiga is a bad guy. I am too. Absolutely. But she's an actual bad guy and not. You know how I knew? She stands there during that sword fight. Yeah. Like she doesn't get out of the way. I thought one of them was going to stab her by accident. Like, I thought Swordsman was going to make it so that Kate Bishop stabs the mom. Yeah. But no, she just stood there, like, in the way of danger. I'm like, she's a bad guy. Yeah. Because, like, what were her and um, Brian Darcy James fighting about in the beginning? Exactly. He was threatening her. He noticed he was threatening her, and then he ends up dying. Mm-hmm. I don't think he died by the hand of the aliens. I think she killed him. Yeah. They're not revealing something about his death or he's alive. Wait, wait. Oh, you're talking about the, her husband, the husband, the dad. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant um, Arma- Armand Sr. No, Armand is dead. But I think she killed him. I do too. Yeah. Or, but I mean, I think her and Swordsman are in cahoots. Or maybe they're in cahoots. Yes, yes. Um, I do, but I can imagine later on where she finally like figured swordsman out and then he gets stabbed through the chest and then like falls down and you see her mom there being like, why do you have to ruin everything? You know what right. I mean? Like, I'm, I mean, I'm waiting for one swordsman of those. Swordsman is, he is an Avenger. Like he is the one that trained Hawkeye in the comics. Like he was an Avenger. He was married to Mantis. Like he had some, he was a villain originally, I think. Well, he was a villain again in the most recent where there's well, that was, yeah, Kotati, Swordsman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, I can see the villain being Vera Farmiga. Because why else would you get Vera Farmiga? Yeah. Unless she's going to be much more yeah, significant. She's not, yeah, she's not there just to, like, be like, oh, I'm a wife. I'm a wife and a mother. No, no. you're the villain, Vera. It's like when you're watching just Law like and Order. Just, like, up and away. It's like when you're watching an episode of Law and Order, and then yeah. in the background, they're like, oh, and there's Robin Williams sitting in the background. Like, oh, it's John Lithgow. Yeah, you're okay. like, um, I think they're the killer. Um, what's that movie where Via Farmiga and George Clooney on the plane? Up in the air. Up in the With air. Ugh, villain. Did you know, though, that, that because of that phenomena it made a different type of script writing. Law and Order had to have two different types of scripts because they always used to write a script where you didn't know who the killer was or what the twist was. But then they realized, oh, if Jane Krakowski is the secretary, everyone's going to know she's the killer. So then they had to write different scripts where it's like, you do know who the killer is, 
but 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 you're happy that you yeah. figured it out. <laughs> and it was like, and I realized it was like it was a different way of writing a SVU script of whether or not you do know who the killer is or you don't know who the killer is, which I find fascinating. The emotional effect from the audience is, yeah. is different for both. Yeah. Anyway, Hawkeye is chef's kiss. I can't wait for more. It's so fun. And just like the Christmas layover is so I know great. the fact that I get to watch this during Christmas with the feeling all Christmassy. Because the whole plot is, will he be able to fix all this madness before he can go and home And get for home to his daughter in five days. Oh. It's so diehard. And I just love action sequences where the music is... Me too. I love that shit. Uh, anyway, it's so, it's so fucking good. good. I can't wait to meet Echo. I love the hard of hearing representation happening in the MCU. Kate Bishop is so good. Haley Steinfeld is so good at Kate. Like, it's a guarantee that we're going to get Young Avengers built around her. She's the new Downey. Yeah. It's great. It's great. The LARPing scene? Come on. Oh, so fun. Oh. And recently That's... I watched Spider-Man, the first one. Which one? Toby? No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Homecoming. Yeah. And one of the students in it is Lexi from Saved by the Bell, pre-transition. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember her from the other two. From the other two? She's in the other two pre-transition. Oh, really? Oh, no, but this is yeah, like very stops. much... I mean, this is like years ago, so it was like much younger. But I was like, oh, that's yeah. cute. That's interesting. Uh, Josie Tota. God, she's so funny. She's oh, the new Saved by the Bell is so good. So fucking talented. Like, I love, out of every, everyone is good. Everyone in that show is good. But, but she's she like, nails like comedic it. surgeon. Her timing is perfect. Yeah. And she knows exactly how to deliver a joke. And I'm sorry, but her boyfriend on that show, Jamie. So hot. Is one of the hottest things that's ever. Belmont Caselli, I want to oh say. Oh my God. Something he's like so Camelli. fucking gorgeous. So hot. But so is, honestly, to me, Mac is gorgeous. Mac is gorgeous, but I will say the same thing where with Timothy Chalamet. He. And I know he's older, but he looks like he's in high school. Oh, he doesn't to me. He looks like. An older person playing a high school kid. To um, me. He still feels a little young for me. Where the Jamie guy, he's like a full beefy man. Yeah, no, he is. And I want him to slap me around. Plus, I was talking, I was watching it with my one friend, and we were just like, "Why is it the more stupid he acts, the hotter he becomes?" The hotter. What does that say? Because you about like us? a himbo. What? You like that's a himbo. awful. Is that bad or is that good? <sighs> it's very ableist. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god! Speaking I of love... the most online thing I ever heard, there was. Uh, <laughs> Someone was complaining on TikTok where they were, they were basically talking about how like when, like how you need to stop drinking when you're pregnant. And then someone commented that being like, oh, you don't want a a baby with fetal alcohol syndrome? That's ableist. (laughs) 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 And the person's like, are you kidding me? I'm ableist for saying not to drink when you're pregnant? What? What? (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's good. Anyway, is that it? Okay, girl. All right. I think that's it. We covered it. We did it. Um, thank you so much for listening, everybody. We covered a lot today. You might need to go back and listen to this episode twice. 
But we like that. It brings our numbers up. Yes. So please do it. Also, share the show with a friend. We recently um, got sent a uh, screen capture of text messages from one of our listeners of him convincing another friend uh, that that friend has to watch the show because you and I, well, we put up a good show. Aww. And the friend was like, "This sounds great. I will listen." And then they sent, and then he sends another uh, text shot. Where he's like, "That was awful." We're not friends anymore. Those two faggots need to shut up and die. I'm so sorry we ruined your friendship, but that's what we do here. <laughs> yes, ruining friendships for years to come. That's right. Um, thank you so much. If you enjoy the show and you haven't already, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or. Um, uh, 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 Spotify? Yelp. Oh, okay. I don't know. I choked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. We are going to be doing our best of 2021 recap show. That's very exciting. Evil Jeff, start thinking about. I'm scared because with with the pandemic, I don't even know what happened when. I'm gonna have a. Tr- it I'm gonna started have to- with Wandavision. I know, right? I think I'm just there. gonna say Wandavision for everything. <laughs> well, we got to do top three, so that's oh, not shit. good enough. Shit. Okay. Wandavision well, and you, Hawkeye. <laughs> that's two. Okay, thank you, everybody, so much. And if you um, remembered all the shows from 2021, well, I hate to break it to you, but that makes you queer. queer. Bye. Bye. Bye.